Welcome to the Going Merry Podcast, the number one One Piece rewatch podcast on the internet. My name is Derek and I am your host. And along with me, as always, I have my two fantastic co-hosts, Amanda and Whitney. Whitney, how are you today? I'm good, Derek. I'm finally not sick anymore. You sound a lot better. I know. For once. How many episodes has it been now in a row where you've been, like, sick? I've been sick, like, on and off since Thanksgiving, so probably three or four. (laughs) I was going to say, and I think, like, the times when you're not sick has been, like, in between episodes and then... Mm-hmm. Like by the time the next episode rolls around, it seems like you're sick again. <laughs> yeah, had really bad luck, but this time it was bronchitis, so it was like weeks long. Mm, man, just popping antibiotics and taking an inhaler. So, well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thanks, Amanda. How are you? I'm doing well. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. You sound super excited. Yep, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> Caffeine pills. <laughs> Only millennials will get that. Okay. So that's where we're going today. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we get into these episodes, there is something I want to touch on because this opening that we have going on right now is something that we have been talking about for weeks because of the fact I've been saying, don't watch it, don't watch it, spoilers. And, you know, last week was the first time where it's like, okay, now we can watch it. Um, but because of the fact that I've been saying, don't watch it, we haven't really shared anything about it. Um, so the name uh, of the song that is in the opening, it, I'm going to butcher this. It's Hikari A. Uh, H-A-I- H-I-K-A-R-I and then space and just the letter E um, which is Japanese for light painting. Um, The original artist that sang it was the Baby Stars. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) And the uh, again I'm going to butcher this this name the um vocalist that sings it in the dubbed version is Vic Mignogna Mignogna something like that M-I-G-N-O-G-N-A so yeah yeah that's a hard one I even like looked up how to pronounce it and I was like oh that's fucking easy and now like that I'm sitting here ready to talk about it I completely forgot how to pronounce it so whatever (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I do. I do really like the opening, though. Um, and I was in the middle of looking at the information for this one. I noticed that the next opening is not that too terribly far away. It's like episode 165 or something. So it's only like another hmm. 15 to 20 episodes. <laughs> it's like, OK, alrighty then. So we watched episodes 144 to 148 this week, the beginning of a new arc. Um, what did you think of these episodes? Very disjointed, mm-hmm. confusing, sporadic. <laughs> I, I, um, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that was me every episode. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of connection mm-hmm. between them all. But 
you know, um, maybe that's coming. And we just got off of a very, very long arc where every episode was connected. Mm. Um, so I guess it's kind of like a shock to my system a little bit. Um, when I sit down to watch one piece, I'm like, wait, huh? Who? Where? What? <laughs> you know, every episode. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. So. Yeah, they were at Alabasta for quite a while. I mean, let's see, they landed at 192 and left at 130. So, I mean, they were there at that location for almost 40 episodes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's almost the length of this whole arc. Because this arc is 50 episodes long as a whole. So it's actually one of the, uh, it'll be the shortest arc that we've reviewed so far. So, yeah. Well, Amanda, what about you? What do you think of these episodes? Uh, pretty much the same. It was, I was confused, not confused, but I was just like not, the level of paying attention that I needed was not coming to me. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like kind of losing track of what was going on. And then there were so many new characters that mm -hmm. it's just because we haven't met them before that like, I don't know who they are. And so then I don't remember anybody's name and I don't remember like what their deal was. Mm -hmm. um, but then I liked that we saw some of our past characters, even though I forgot some of their names, which you'll see by the way that I address them in my notes but at least mm -hmm. i remember <laughs> who they are <laughs> okay yeah i can i can agree with you on that in these episodes i think that this, the first two were pretty slow to me like i was really struggling to pay attention to the first couple um because it just felt like okay none of this really matters you know these events are kind of boring and it just but at the same time, it was like the information that was coming through, I think it, it is important for the the buildup of the arc. It's just I kind of wish they could have given us that same information in a different way, you know, something that could have just held, held the attention a little bit better. Um, But yeah, I mean, oh, in like the later episodes, I, I think they were good and, you know, uh, some of the new characters and stuff like that uh, held my attention pretty well. Bellamy in particular. I mean, you don't really have an option but to pay attention to him when he's on screen because you don't really know what's going to happen. Um, but uh, but yeah, these were these were fine as a whole. Like as a set of five, they were they were okay. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and jump into episode one forty four. It's a beautiful afternoon as the crew sails across the open sea on the Going Merry. However, it is short-lived when a ship randomly falls out of the sky. When they finally calm down after nearly, nearly being crushed by the wreckage, Nami notices that the log pose is pointing straight up. She believes it is busted at first until Robin points out that it is likely pointing to Sky Island. While she tries to piece together the story of this fallen ship and its crew, Luffy discovers a map for Skypea amongst the wreckage. Uh, Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji decide to go diving to search for more clues and information. But while they are underwater, a salvage crew with a monkey captain named, named Mashira arrives out of nowhere. The captain and his crew are a little dramatic and not the smartest bunch, but their salvaging skills are efficient and they work fast. However, a few of his crew members have come back up, beaten to a pulp because of the street because of the three straw hats below. Mashira drives down to see what's going on, but while he is down there with the three guys, a giant turtle comes out of nowhere and eats the ship that they are on. 
so I couldn't say it last week, but now we kind of now that we've watched these episodes, it's kind of obvious what this arc is. Welcome to the Sky Island arc. If I would have told you that last week, kind of gives away <laughs> the premise of it. It's pretty uh on the nose there. So, what do you think of one forty four? I don't care. Either one of you take take your pick. I know. I always say name. <laughs> okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> so, I know you said last time that Nico Robin is your favorite character, correct? Mm -hmm. Yep. I think she might be turning out to be my favorite character. <laughs> the little bit, the very little bit that we saw of her these episodes, there wasn't a whole bunch of her, but this episode, I. I love that she's basically a full-blown anthropologist, which is very close to my heart as a graduate of the anthropology program, because we know that she's an archaeologist and now she's a forensic anthropologist. She's putting this skull together and like this guy was in his mid thirties and he had this, you know, surgical procedure and like, that's what they do for a living. Like, that's so cool. And I really like that. Um, she said his teeth were in really good shape. Um, because they rubbed tar on them, which, ugh, just thinking about that. And I'm sure somebody in history has done that, right? Absolutely, somebody I'm sure. Somebody in history has done some stuff like that. Um, I forgot about the log poses, I will say. I was reminded <laughs> of this, this episode. Um, the ship falling from the sky was really random. And I just found, like, Luffy and them were acting very reckless, kind of in this episode I felt like because under the water they're just beating up some random people that were down there mm -hmm. and sending them back up which I found really strange especially in one of the later episodes that we'll talk about later how they acted when presented with a fight I just found that very confusing and I'm not really sure what that's about um this guy that comes up okay is it Mas Mashida Mashida yeah. yep. is that how we say it I, yeah okay. I think it is yeah uh it looks like Donkey Kong, right? He does, yeah. yeah Kong. <laughs> Which, since we're talking about anthropology, let's just say somebody calls him a gorilla later, so he's not a monkey. Monkeys are not gorillas and vice versa. I so, guess I didn't um, know that. Well, I mean, I feel like it. I feel like I've heard that before. I just it's something that had been forgotten that you uh, yeah. unlocked. Gorillas and orangutans, which is important later, are apes. Um not monkeys. Okay. There's a, if anybody is familiar with Veggie Tales, did you guys ever watch that when you were little? Okay. I watched yeah. very little of it. Yeah, there's a really good song they have called If It Doesn't Have a Tail, It's Not a Monkey. Um, okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Which, that's easy to remember. For the most part, is true. Baboons have really tiny tails, like an Australian shepherd dog, but they're still hmm. monkeys. Anyway, um, <laughs> they find some random stuff in the bottom, like, Sanji finds a picture of a girl and he looks at it very interesting. Like, is that important? I don't know. He's just he horny, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Well, and it's funny that you said that because I I kept looking at her and or looking at him and thinking he's gonna get the heart. That's what I was waiting on too. But he didn't. So I was yeah, like, well, true. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's actually thinking, oh, well, this was somebody's love and I feel sorry for them, or I don't know. But they never really said anything about it mm -hmm. um i got excited when they found the chest but there was just a feather in it and so i was like is that feather important i don't know but then they didn't mention it so mm -hmm. i don't know um 
the one thing that I thought was really funny though was the, the, just the dialogue between uh, the gorilla guy and Nami and them that were still on the ship, and he just screams and poses like he freezes. Yes, with the like and, the picture behind him or whatever. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Is it like, is that dramatic effect? But then you find out he's actually just posing and Nami's like, we're not going to take a picture of you or anything. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. That was kind of like a weird meta joke that I thought was funny. Um, the barrel design of their scuba suits. And I'm just like, that should work. That? But it does. And now Luffy can swim. So it's like a... It's like if you put a cup in water, like face down, it traps all of the air in there. So as yeah, long it's like Pirates of the Caribbean when they yeah. walk under the boat, right? Oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that's if that's a, possible. <laughs> the barrel thing is actually a real thing. Now, I don't know that they actually went deep sea diving with it, but I do know that it was used for uh, holding air underwater for sure. Yeah. But wouldn't they have to like really hang on to it? Because wouldn't it just float back up if there was air in the top of it? From what I understand, they would use it like with chains to hold it down toward the sea, toward the sea floor. That way, it was like a weight holding it down toward the bottom. That way, if they wanted to, if uh, people wanted to dive, they had an air pocket there that they could get to and stay under for longer periods of time. Hmm. I don't know how truthful that is. That's just what I've heard. We need uh, that show MythBusters to just do like One Piece. Um, <laughs> do a one piece be mythbuster, yeah. I used that to love that show too. That show was so good. Show. There was a oh, lot of interesting parts on that one. I think my favorite one is the Escape from Alcatraz episode. I love the mm. that, that whole thing is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I just remember the one where they pee on, um, like an electrified maybe it was a rail for a railroad or something. Like, if you pee on it, would you get electrocuted? I think was mm-hmm. the question. And I think it was a no. Like, the stream was too long or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, they were men peeing on it from of a course. standing position. Because yeah. you know, everything's for men. God. <laughs> anyway. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, it was a weird... It was weird. It was something. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> Amanda? about you yeah it was weird um i think my favorite part of like all of this the whole five episodes that we watched was nico robbins anthropology stuff going on and then um because it like she was just explaining it to everybody and it was really interesting to hear everything she was saying and then i want to know about sky island and that ship that fell down and i know that we haven't like forgotten that whole plot because they're trying to figure it out but it like really just kind of went off the rails with the method in which they Mm -hmm. go through to figure that out so i'm like i just want to go see what the hell's up there Mm -hmm. um and i was of course irritated with nami because she was so like she wasn't listening to nico robin about the log pose Mm -hmm. why would you not listen to her what makes you think you're smarter than this woman clearly you're not (laughs) Well, and Nico Robin has been in the Grand Line for mm-hmm. so much longer. That's why she even knows mm-hmm. about Sky Island, right? Right. I mean, Nami was just awful. Can I just go ahead and say it? She yeah, was awful. But, these yeah. five episodes. She was so bad. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, no you're good. 
agree um yeah those scuba suits were real funny i don't know about the whole physics of that stuff but i mean it, it just looked really funny um and i liked that Zoro had like an octopus on on his barrel for a oh, while and then yeah. once he was out of the barrel the octopus was still sitting on his shoulder <laughs> and they <laughs> ate it didn't they i didn't oh did they i think they Ooh. talked about how he was gonna cook octopus probably I and mean, they talked about cooking a lot of animals they did yeah action um, i didn't notice it on the barrel <laughs> yeah um yeah, I mean, I guess I we met our first new batch of people with Mashira. Um, mm-hmm. He seems entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Certainly, like one of the funnier ones of the the people that are the characters that we met so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't I didn't have a lot for this episode either. I did kind of think because Sanji was like looking at the picture of the girl beneath and i noticed that it was like a uh oh what the hell do you want to call it um like a spear that went through the picture and then there was the skeleton that was like laying down back behind it and and it was odd because that i noticed because i think the spear it was in the picture it was either right next to her head or it was like on her head and then the skeleton had the same style of spear through the the skull of it. And so part of me was thinking, I was like, I wonder if that is meant to be her or something. Because it was focusing on both of them a lot. But nobody said anything. So I was like, maybe I'm just piecing things together that uh, that shouldn't be pieced together for any reason. Um, I really do. I, I really liked the, like you said, the anthropology moment that... Uh, that Robin was having here, piecing together the skull and like filling in all of this information. And then like essentially looking up in her book of history and ships and shit. And there she finds the ship that just fell on them. I thought that was really interesting. And and we're seeing her intelligence come out right away here and, and kind of showing that she's on a different uh, tier as as far as her intelligence goes compared to the rest of the crew and like you just said amanda too and i think something else that robin brings to the crew is it's not only the the her intelligence um and and her abilities but uh her experiences too like being with crocodile and the other groups that she's been with that we don't know of she's got a very she's much more knowledgeable about the grand line than anybody else on the crew as well as the system of the seven warlords and even the uh, authority levels of the Marines. Like she has a very, very vast knowledge of, of all of that, that she's going to be able to piece together for the crew and for, for Luffy because of her experiences that she's had with, with Crocodile and others. Um, I was okay with Mashira. He was kind of just there for me. Like, he had some some funny points, but other times I was like, eh, I can deal without him, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, anything else on this one before we move on to one forty five? No. Okay. The four straw hats still on the Mary try to figure out how to proceed, but everyone pauses when the sky goes dark out of nowhere. The remaining crew members finally hop out of the water just in time to see massive figures towering over them. 
that makes even the Mary appear to be the size of an ant. After they escape, Robin reveals to Nami that she was able to sneak an eternal pose off the ship that points directly to the island of Jaya. The crew sets sail for Jaya, and then when we check back, and then we, we check back on our old pal Buggy. He celebrates with his crew after, after deciding to leave Luffy alone and let his bounty go up, so when they finally do take him down, the reward is much sweeter. Ace appears out of nowhere and begins to celebrate them. While he's asleep, Buggy and his crew, uh, Buggy briefs his crew on who Whitebeard is and why showing any sort of aggression towards Ace is off limits. I think I think this episode was a pretty good definition of what you were talking about earlier with the kind of disjointed, because this one did just kind of feel out of nowhere. But anyway, Amanda, I'll let you go. Um. Yeah, I, I did. It felt kind of random, but I I liked all the people that we saw in this one because I love Ace. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I did. A, I looked up their names because I just was I forgot. But I wrote down, "Oh look, it's Buggy and Hot Unicycle Guy and Crop Top Cat." <laughs> <laughs> crop forgot, top cat. forgot who yeah. all of them were. Uh, but let's see. I was like, oh, it's them. Moji and Kabaji. That's who. Yes. It, yeah. Yeah. So I mean. They're fun. I like to see them. I think mm-hmm. I, the, the live action helped that whole yeah. thing because yeah, they, they're sure. just yeah, they're silly. But I mean, they're, they're like villains that I don't mind having around because they're not like at this point anyway. They're not like a real threat. They're just kind of <laughs> there to like throw some you know little some dumb shit at. Yeah, just like a little bit of an obstacle in their path if they um kind of end up crossing paths soon mm-hmm. which I don't, yeah, I don't know if they will but um couple of like funny oh I don't know if it was funny but um I think it was Sanji maybe who said this but he was talking about um how well Luffy and Mashira were getting along and or somebody was talking about that and he said well they're both monkeys yeah so that was entertaining but also <laughs> Not a monkey. <laughs> um, physically, neither of them are monkeys, but that's that's okay. Uh, and then I again, I didn't write down who said this, but when the the darkness started to like come over everything, somebody said that it was a harbinger of monsters, which I thought was a mm-hmm. cool line. And I like the word mm-hmm. harbinger. Yeah, people don't use that word enough in the. I day-to-day. agree. Yeah. I don't know. I if that's like probably not necessary to use it, but let's make it a thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like um, the last time I heard that word was uh, Speed Racer. Hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't even that. the uh, I don't even remember when the, that movie came out in like '06 or something like that. I can't even remember that any anybody that's in it. Oh, it's a movie. Yeah, it's a movie. It was a decent movie too. I mean, it wasn't great. <laughs> It was fine. <laughs> I feel like that was a remake of an eighties. I'm sure it probably was. Because yeah, I know like it was, it was yeah. definitely a show, you know, way back when, for sure. Yeah. But um, uh it was it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see Ace again, and he just keeps demonstrating ways that he's like Luffy because he mm-hmm. eats a shitload of meat and then falls right asleep. <laughs> In the middle of his in chewing. In the middle of his yep. eating. 
kind of like me today while I was yeah. <laughs> having having lunch. I was on my lunch break. I was not working. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we didn't throw out any accusations. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie, what about you? What did you think of episode 145? Um. Yeah, so I think, like, the title, you know, I talk about the title and how it spoils all the time. But it, they said something about the white beard pirates. And I was like, does that mean Ace? And I got really excited. Um, so it was Ace, but it wasn't, like, I thought maybe he was going to see the crew again. <clears throat> but it was a different crew. I was happy to see Buggy because I like him more now since the live action. Like, pre-live action, I was like, eh. But I like this Buggy. And I was wondering... I can't remember what he looked like. He changed before. his face paint. Yeah. I was going to say it's green and I yeah. don't remember green. It's completely um, different. I don't know okay. why. Cause like even the buggy that we see in the future, I I don't remember him ever wearing green face paint. I think this is the literally the only time he has it. Hmm. Yeah. It just, it, it stood out to me and I couldn't remember if I had just forgotten. Um, I thought it was funny when Luffy sat up and was like, hey, when did night happen? <laughs> Maybe <made me> laugh. <laughs> um, and the the giant people, I guess, shadow mm -hmm. things, I wanted to know more about that. Um, and then they go through this crazy like tunnel of light and then it's daytime. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, I, I don't know what happened. I hate that. Like, I don't... <laughs> I need an explanation for you, that. Um, you will get explanations for everything we are going on. 400 episodes from now. No, within this arc. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really like what Sanji said. He he said, the Grand Line is an endless parade of mysteries and annoyance. And I was like, yes, it is, uh, Sanji. Especially when I was annoyed that that just was not explained at all. Um, I felt kind of bad for Mushida. I can't say his name. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're good. Um, when they kicked him off the ship, like he was just in there being nice, and then they kicked him off. Monkey. And monkey. I, I didn't know if he had a devil fruit, so I was like, "Is he going to be okay?" No, he didn't. <laughs> have I guess. He, I guess he just looks like that normally. That's just he, natural. Remember, he already swam down to the ship on the ocean floor, so he definitely doesn't have a devil fruit. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, my bad. Anyway. Um, more of Usopp lying about fighting giant monsters and poor little Chopper believing every word he says. That makes mm -hmm. me more mad. Like, yeah, it's annoying when Usopp lies to people, but when he lies to Chopper, it makes me angry because Chopper's like, oh my gosh, really? Did you really fight all those monsters? And I feel so bad because he, he's such a sweet little angel and mm -hmm. he'll believe anything. So that makes me mad. But, um. This is when Nami started to really get on my nerves here. Mm -hmm. um, the the guys did all the work. They went down to the bottom of the ocean, brought all this stuff back. And she's like, look at all this crap you brought back. You didn't do anything right. And it's like, well, you didn't do anything at all, period. And you're just yelling. And she tell like she does explode on them. And then she tells Nico, I'm going to lose it. And it's like, you already did. You're being a an a-hole right now. Um, and then they just, when they went to that random island with Buggy, when he starts mm -hmm. mining in the tunnel, that was just a very weird thing. And I, I'm not really sure why they did this, except to say, hey, remember, these guys are after them too, maybe. 
Um, but it was cool to see Buggy and Alveda is still there, which is mm -hmm. cool. Um, and I think it was to do a little bit of that exposition of Buggy saying, Whitebeard is the strongest pirate alive. Nobody messes with Whitebeard. And it's like, oh, here's a guy we got to worry about in the future, too. Doing a little info dump on Whitebeard and kind of. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing, none of that really made any sense to me either. And that's even coming from someone that has seen the entire show. Like, I part of me wonders if the only reason they threw that in there is just to kind of remind us that Buggy's still a character and like, okay, so he's not going to go after Luffy right now. So maybe, maybe they're just saying that he's not going to be around for a little while. Um, mm -hmm. And then while also getting a little bit of info dump on, on Whitebeard, which not much, um, we didn't get much there. Just the fact that one, he's very big on protecting anybody in his crew, including Ace. And two, he is one of the pirate, one of the strongest pirates in the world, if not the strongest. And he's also considered to be the closest person to finding the one piece at this point in time. Um, did you have anything else, Whitney? I didn't mean nope. to jump in there. Okay. Um, I didn't really have a lot of notes on this episode, similar to last episode. Cause like I said, these episodes, I kind of just was not really a huge fan of. And like the whole time I'm watching them, I'm like, I don't know that this any of this matters <laughs> like, you know? I know it's not but some of it i was just like is this filler yeah you know? like there, some of it i was just like okay yeah there were times it definitely felt like it um the only other note that i had was whenever the figures whenever the shadowy figures came up in the uh in the clouds or whatever and all the crew like got their asses in gear. I was like, holy shit, I've never seen the Mary move that fast. Like that mm -hmm. thing was flying. <laughs> and did you guys notice in these episodes how much Usopp talked about the ship falling apart? Like it's just not yeah. in mm -hmm. good shape. Yeah. And I'm like, are they gonna have to get soon? Yeah, they're gonna have to like get a new ship, which makes me a little sad, but I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. Mary's looking rough. Yeah. Put a band-aid on it. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. It'll it'll buff out. Um, okay, episode 146. The Straw Hats continue to search for an island when three seagulls are shot out of the air from an island that isn't even in sight yet. When they finally arrive on Jaya, Luffy and Zoro decide to search to search the place. Nami goes along as well to try to keep them out of trouble. As the episode goes on, we continue to get flashes of a pirate named Bellamy that has a 55 million berry bounty on his head. As the three straw hats continue to stroll around town, they run into Bellamy's crew a couple times. Luffy is ready to fight, but Nami shuts him down quickly. They go to a tavern and try to collect themselves while uh, Luffy continues to disagree with a big guy sitting next to him over a bunch of dumb shit. Uh... Bellamy walks into the tavern and starts trouble with Luffy right away. When Bellamy overhears Nami ask about Sky Island, he and the entire tavern erupt into laughter. He delivers a speech about Luffy's outdated beliefs and dreams, and no real pirates are dumb enough to believe in ridiculous things such as the Sky Island or the One Piece. Luffy is slammed to the ground, and, and as he lays there, he tells Zoro, no matter what happens, don't fight back. 
Um, so we can kind of talk about this whole this whole fight here as well, um, just because it does kind of continue over into the next episode. Uh, real quick, I do want to point out. Uh, so in this episode, we see the sniper that shot the seagulls out of the air. Um, there was the the wrestler that that was there whenever they got there and was like beating people up. And then the man that fell off his horse that gave Luffy the apple. And the big guy from the tavern that Luffy was arguing with over dumb shit. Um, I would definitely recommend trying to remember those people. I was like, who the fuck are all these people? I don't remember so, any of them. I'm losing like, track very easily. <laughs> you'll get them a little bit more next week. Mm. But these characters are something that you're not going to get much of throughout One Piece. But they are going to be very... Like, we haven't even... We are... Apparently, One Piece right now where it's at is getting into the final saga of the show. Like, it's it's probably going to be done within the next couple of years, is my guess. And these characters are still there building toward this climax. So, I would... And I, I honestly, I don't even know all of their names. Like the guy on the horse, I don't fucking know his name. I don't remember it. I know several of my friends know his name, but every time they mention the name, I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> because these characters are just kind of, they appear randomly. And it's quite a ways between each appearance. So if you don't remember them and don't remember their names, it's it's hard yeah, i'm not they, gonna remember these like if they if they don't show up often and then it's like a long time in between i'm gonna completely forget yeah. even if i write it down <laughs> these these characters are hard um but anyway just just a heads up there um so since we know luffy and zoro's new bounties it's hard to remember that it doesn't necessarily mean everyone else is aware of them which was kind of you know obvious in these episodes like the town and even the straw hats are still under the impression that the only person with a bounty is luffy and they still think his bounty is at 30 million not 100 million and even robin's presence on the crew is not known at this point nobody knows that nico robin is a member of the straw hats right now um as far as the world goes and then also this episode was kind of building up bellamy a little bit how uh how are you both feeling about Bellamy? I don't like him. You don't like Bellamy? Yeah. I don't. Um, and I knew his name as soon as they mentioned him because I remember during the live action, I remember watching a couple of videos, like breakdown things, which you had to be really careful with because mm -hmm. people spoil it very quickly. And I remember when there was a scene from the live action, they were looking at wanted posters and they were like, I think this could be Bellamy. And I'm like, hmm. Yep. I know that name. Um, yep. So, I mean, it wasn't really a spoiler except for a name, but I was like, well, he's going to be important. <laughs> you know, um, he's just a, just a jerk. Yep. Bellamy I does have one post in the live action. <laughs> yeah. He's just a big jerk. So I don't know yet. We'll see, which, I mean, I know that's kind of what a villain is, but like he seems to be leading around this group of like bougie pirates who, you know, mm -hmm. are just like the 1% of the pirates. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Okay. Amanda. Yeah. yeah. About the same. I was just like, so bombarded by random 
characters in this episode that I didn't really pay too much attention to him because I was like all of these people are showing up for like five minutes and then they're going away and then we're leaving the setting and we're going to somebody else and now we're running into a different person Mm -hmm. and I was just like my note on him is like Bellamy has a big bounty (laughs) (laughs) because I started to try and like put uh descriptions with these people to try and remember them but I was like this is pointless it's not gonna Mm -hmm. help me and if you told me to pick him out of a lineup of what people looked like at this point I would not I don't remember what he looks like (laughs) (laughs) um because I think the I thought he's not the guy I think because next episode maybe there's like a guy and a girl pirate who are like with the bougie crew mm-hmm. the ones who tell luffy and all of them they, that they look like like they're dressed really badly like they look like that was offense or whatever <laughs> that was uh this yeah. episode okay was that who was that that was uh zaki's also okay. known also known as big knife but they he's like uh, of... he's like Bellamy's right hand guy or whatever. Okay, that's what I thought. I they, those two characters reminded me of this SNL skit with I forget who it's Kristen Wiig and I forget who the guy was, but they're like rich people at a ski lodge and they're like the way oh, they're or, or they're like valley valley girl people or you know <laughs> they talk like asshole Californians. Mm-hmm. So they reminded me of those two, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much all I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah very bougie wasn't a fan yeah um so what do you think about this episode as a whole i i didn't <sighs> like the whole like we're not gonna fight because nami said don't do it mm-hmm. like i feel like it would have now it would have been more consequential had there been some kind of like reasoning behind it which he flashes to um uh oh my gosh what's his name shanks shanks he flashes to his face but like that was it that wasn't that's not enough for me Mm -hmm. and like they they beat up a random gorilla man in the ocean without asking him what his deal was and these guys are provoking them pretty harshly and they're not doing anything about it like that just doesn't make any sense to me i don't understand what what the point of him not fighting was Hmm. here. I mean, what do you think that they didn't fight? Well, I mean, I know why. Like Nami told him, you're going to fuck up us getting information about Sky Island if you fight people. Mm -hmm. But like, that's never stopped them from causing trouble before. And like, it seemed like, why are you choosing right now to get your asses beat? Mm -hmm. Because they leave and they're all bloody. So it's not like, it was a non-violent fight. It wasn't like it was just a verbal altercation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this doesn't need to happen and this is dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't need like Lu- to keep going. I don't Luffy know. was ready to fight Zaki's before in the scene that you were talking about where the guy right. was kind of... But then Nami said no, so he didn't. And now Nami is saying, yeah, go ahead and fight. And they're not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of... I'm I'm still not fully understanding it either, and I I've I asked a few people as well that have seen it why they think he didn't fight, and I think a, a lot of people is still it's kind of up in the air. The only way that I'm rationalizing it 
is Luffy is thinking about Shanks back in the flashback in episode four, because we've talked about before, Luffy has kind of modeled himself as a pirate off of Shanks. And so I think it goes back to when that mountain bandit walked in the tavern and was trying to provoke Shanks. And Shanks just laughed it off and didn't care and never gave in or anything else because Shanks knew that the guy wasn't worth his time. And so part of me felt like that's what was going on here was by Bellamy saying all of this shit about, uh, you know, only if you're a dreamer, you're a poser as a pirate and, and all this shit, you know, and, you know, one's childish dreams that Luffy has and he needs to give it up and he's not a real pirate and all this stuff. And I think the way I was thinking about it was like, at that point, as Bellamy's talking, Luffy was realizing this guy is not a real pirate. He doesn't, he's a piece of shit. He's worthless and he doesn't deserve my time and my effort. That's kind of the way I was thinking about it. I, I don't well, know. If they would have shown that like a, just a tiny little flashback, I think it would have had more impact. And it, um, yeah. Of, instead of just showing shanks and not necessarily. Right. right. Like, Which I mean, you don't need to spoon feed it really, but like just a tiny little, like, like a voiceover of shanks, like mm -hmm. saying something. And yeah. that would have meant more to me, I think. And like, yeah. even, yeah, I think, I think that would have been good. And I think also it would have been helpful, like, because Nami flips out about this basically the mm -hmm. entire next episode. I kind of wish that Luffy or Zoro, because Zoro understood too. He was like right on the same page as soon as Luffy said, hey, don't fight back. Zoro was fine. Mm -hmm. um, and part of me kind of wishes that as Nami was flipping out about it, one of them would have correct, you know, explained it to her hey this is why we didn't fight those guys weren't worth our time or something like that and even mm -hmm. the the guy from the tavern that's sitting out in the street whenever they whenever they leave in the next episode he even tells nami hey your guys won that fight without throwing a punch but he still doesn't explain why you know why did they win that fight without throwing a punch what was the mental you know reasoning behind it so it's 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 it an interesting like thing. A stretch that Luffy would figure that out. Like if it's one of those things where you know, if you don't engage in like a, a Twitter battle with somebody else, if you you know if they're like trying to antagonize you and you just ignore the comments or whatever, that seems mm -hmm. like maybe what this was. But it was just so extreme because they were like really getting beaten up mm -hmm. and they they fucking they beat up animals all the time so why are you choosing now to like not beat someone up when you beat up countless mm -hmm. poor fucking animals <laughs> i mean that's a, that's a fair point but i don't think zoro and i don't know if he actually understood it or if he was just went along with luffy because that's what he does mm -hmm. and he doesn't question him he so doesn't like it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't really pick it up and he just was like okay he says no so it's no mm -hmm. he just trusts him yeah to make the right decision yeah yeah i don't know i mean that's that's fair too because if there's anybody that's gonna do that it's zoro i mean zoro mm -hmm. like you said is probably the most loyal person on the crew crew to luffy whatever luffy says goes and i mean i'm sure that he's i feel like he and bellamy are gonna have some kind of conflict where he'll beat him but like 
And, and Nami was just embarrassed because she mm -hmm. was made to look like a fool. And that's why she's so angry. And it's like, well, if you're embarrassed because of your own merit being questioned, fight yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, we know that you can. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have won, but at least you wouldn't be standing there crying like a little baby because they made fun of you. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, I don't understand why she has to take out her anger on them all the time. And that's what makes me not like her. <laughs> mm -hmm. And see, I was, I was like, I was on Nami's side here. Like, I wish they would have thrown a punch. Like, I, I was angry with Nami, but, mm, and part of, so let me ask you this now. What do you think it would have taken for Luffy and Zoro to throw a punch? Probably for them to attack her. Yeah. That's kind of what friends. I, that's what I'm thinking too. Cause like, again, if, if it is the Shanks thing, that was one of Shanks stipulations. Look, they're not hurting any of my friends. It's no harm, no foul. Mm -hmm. That was what he said about the mountain bandits. And of course, as soon as the mountain bandit kidnapped Luffy, that's where Shanks made the fuck up and was like, okay, now we've got a problem. And so I think you're right. I think if they would have turned toward Nami, I think that's where Luffy would have went off the rails. I just don't understand why she didn't even like stand up for herself. Like mm -hmm. she didn't even say anything. She just was like shut down, which I know some people are like that, but we're talking about an anime. Mm -hmm. And I feel and like she's not like that. And like, she doesn't. Exactly. She, yeah. yeah. She, she did. Not get a, yeah. She did get a little sassy with uh, Zaki's there right before they walked out in the next episode. And, yeah. And was like, you know, you want to. you want Zaki's? Huh? Zaki's. He's the one with the with the furry coat. That oh, looks like I he were... belongs at a ski resort. Oh, I thought his name was something else. Zaki's or Big Knife. Um, Maybe I just said it wrong. But uh, he or because he mentions about buying her or something like that, and she was like, "You're just a thug. You're not worth my time." Or, so, or something was, like that. That was one thing that really made me angry. Um, when he was like, "How about I buy you?" Yeah, that was really gross. Mm -hmm. That was really gross. Agreed. Was that this episode? No, that was that was at the beginning of the next episode. This like this okay. whole scene with the fighting really flowed into that though. So I just thought it was fair to go ahead and talk about that. that yeah, I just I knew I'd made a note about it, but I couldn't find it. So yeah, that was really nasty. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. But uh, Whitney, what did you think about uh, episode one forty six? as a whole because i know we kind of drifted into 147 there but uh yeah lots of different i tried to write down the different um characters that we were seeing mm -hmm. like the big guy with the purple hair he said he was the greatest fighting champion yeah which i think his name was burgess yep he's um, burgess and then they talk about bellamy's bounty so we know that he's there's a reason um that he has that but don't know what it is yet um that they they beat some guy up for cheating and then later they said that the guy wasn't cheating so i think they're just bullies that mm -hmm. kind of um like i said like the other one percent they kind of bully everybody else in this it seems like a pirate friendly resort town mm -hmm. um they said there's lots of pirate ships um docked um let's see they rented out the whole hotel and kicked them out made fun of them i mean it was just very like uh like clicky mm -hmm. it seemed like um and then 
the, the one funny thing that I wrote down was when they were talking to the guy that Luffy was arguing with mm -hmm. um, when he's outside. He says something. I think there's something wrong with something. And Luffy says, I think there's something wrong with your big fat head. Um, so <laughs> I, Luffy kind of reminds me of a kid who will tell you the absolute truth and de just devastate everything about you. <laughs> um, That's fair. Yeah, so I like that little insult. Don't know who that guy. Well, I will say I do know who that guy is, thanks to the closed captioning, uh, spoiling me yet again. But I won't say it yet. Okay. Um. Okay, y'all ready to move on to one forty-seven? Mm -hmm. Okay. Luffy and Zoro get thrashed pretty good as Nami sits by, not understanding what exactly is happening. She drags her two friends out of the bar in anger and embarrassment. When she gets outside, the man that Luffy was arguing with tells her that Luffy and Zoro won that fight without even throwing a single punch. This man finally has an agreement with Luffy uh, that real pirates are those with dreams and ambitions. When the three return to the Mary, the three guy or er, the the three waiting on the ship feel uh, Nami's wrath after what happened in town. Robin returns with some shopping, or after some shopping, with some information that can help out the crew. She refers Luffy to the location of a man named Mont Blanc Cricket, who is a big dreamer like Luffy. Back in the tavern, Bellamy overhears someone in the tavern talking about Robin looking for Cricket and the gold that Cricket is rumored to have. Okay. Honey, let's uh let's start with you. Um this was when Zaki s said that he was going to buy Nami and it yeah. really grossed me out. I hated that. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> I had written who was the random guy who wanted the pie and then the very next sentence I saw on the closed captioning what his name was, but I won't oh. say that. I don't think we're supposed to know yet. <clears throat> Um, this this guy lives on the opposite side of the island. Nico Robin has been the most useful, I think, this episode, this set of episodes, because um, she comes back with information and a map. Um, and then this new guy shows up. Um, Sho Shoujo? Is that Shoujo his name? Oh, the, uh, the other monkey? The brother. Ape. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, he's an orangutan. Um, one of those like flappy faced uh, dudes. They're so funny and cute. Um, but he's got this amazing hair. Um, oh. This hair. And when he wails into the microphone, it just, you know, fluffs up behind him. It's gorgeous. But um, I didn't even know that it said his hair was doing that. I will say <laughs> before it showed his face and you could just hear his voice. At first, I was really scared that it was going to be. It sounded like the guy that was in the trunk, like the chest. Yes. Did it not sound oh, like Gaim him? Gaimon. <clears throat> Gaimon. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because I was thinking, oh, did he turn into a pirate? Um, but it wasn't him. Um, the the thing that I got from this this guy was he said he hasn't cut his hair his entire life. That's 25 years. This guy's 25 years old. What? How? Yeah. I know. I was like, isn't he like 57? What is this? Yeah, at least. <laughs> Made me feel better about myself. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like that's a hard 25. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like this, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, another new character. We got an info dump about a guy who might know about the sky Island. And here we go. That's it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, both of the brothers, I, I think they're brothers, are are just silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there's got to be some silliness, but I was like, okay, how much, how much are we getting here? <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of, like, the giant guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Dorian Broggy, is that who you're talking about? Mm-hmm. From uh, Little Garden? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Amanda, what about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. Um, it was some silly shit. Not really <laughs> a whole ton of substance, I don't think. I mean, we got some info on Cricket. And I feel, I don't know if like I just have heard that name on another, like in another setting. But I, I was like, do we, have we heard of Cricket before in this <laughs> show? Because I feel like I'm supposed to remember that. Mm. But I don't know. Um, maybe uh maybe you're thinking of Jiminy Cricket. Maybe that's it, Amanda. That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> Probably. Um but yeah, so I was thinking about him for a while because I was like, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to remember this or if I'm just making it up. Um but yeah, again, Nico Robbins coming in clutch and bringing information and yeah. Another map. Um yeah, she's been very useful so far. So, which it's, it's re- least... isn't it? Sorry, I was just gonna say, isn't it funny that like she's getting all this information, and all these people are like, "Oh yeah, Sky Island," and just this one little group is like, "You idiot! It's not real." Right. Like, how can there be such a weird dichotomy there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make sense to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, just so oh, you're good. It is weird. Um, and I get, I don't know, I maybe it has to do with, like, it seems like Bellamy's whole group is of the mindset that this era is ending and there's going to be a new era where people don't dream anymore, mm-hmm. um, which I think is, that's kind of what I gathered from mm-hmm. how they were speaking about things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I don't know if, like, that's why they don't believe in Sky Island, because they don't believe in dreams and this is something that's a little bit weird um so maybe that's the reason i don't know that's but, fair yeah so i i don't know because it sounds like everybody else is still kind of on board with that whole thing mm-hmm. um yeah uh yeah i i guess shoju joe joe shoju i don't know shoju green hair green mm-hmm. hair brother mm-hmm. <laughs> He was just fucking his own ship up. I don't know why he was doing that with his mm-hmm. singing. I can't take much of that wailing. I know. I, I was like, I can't either. Know. It was it was annoying the piss out of me. It was. Yeah. yeah. And then of course it goes and damages the Mary too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at that point I was like, I think we're getting a new vessel, perhaps soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Seems like it was rather quick for them to be. I don't know. I don't know when it'll happen, but the Grand Line seem, is rough on a ship. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like they've had it for a ton of time. Um, but yeah, what I forget if it was this episode or might have been the next one. 
where Usopp is like, you can't get rid of this ship. It's so, you know, it's like, have you forgotten all about the history or whatever? I think he does it in both. Yeah. Okay, because I was like, what exactly, what is he, did I forget? Did it like, did something happen with the ship before they got it? Or is he just making shit up because that's what he does? He just, he treasures it because Kaya gave it to him. It's Kaya, yeah. Well, she's a doctor now. She can buy them a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ask her for metal. <laughs> so, Whitney, I took the pleasure of looking it up. And uh, the voice actor for Shoujo is Jonathan Osborne. Mm-hmm. Who is also the voice actor for Gaimon. So you were yeah, correct. sounded the same. And yeah, he's- I was like, it's gotta be. And he's also the voice actor for Broggy, one of the giants. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So he, <clears throat> yeah, they he were, voices all three. They were giving me very like giant vibes, especially the next episode, once mm-hmm. they were on the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I kind of like went through a few of my notes on the last episode when we were talking about the fight and everything like and everything like that. Um Chopper, whenever Nami started screaming on the ship and uh, Chopper went into guard point, <laughs> that was fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> um, and then I have a note and it's just, can we just let Robin handle anything to do with thinking or research from now on? Because like, yeah, I feel like Zoro and Luffy and Nami went through all of these hurdles and did nothing but like cause trouble and walk away with nothing. Mm-hmm. And Robin was just like in and out, no ruckus or anything. Granted, we did find out later that she basically knocked out a whole store full of people at once. Um, but uh like no no major effects or anything off of what she did but yet she still walked away with quite a bit more information than what uh than what Luffy and Nami had and especially walking away with a map um so it's like yeah we we should just let her handle everything from now on um and then my last note was huh I was just gonna say that's crazy because I used to think Nami was the only one with any sense Mm -hmm. on the crew and she's just like devolved Mm-hmm. to me she's just run by her emotions all the time and now you're kind of seeing what i was talking about last week where robin is the down-to-earth one and i'm so thankful for that <laughs> um and then the uh yeah i my last note is the salvage brothers are beginning to annoy me very quickly especially the one that sings yeah, I'm like I'm like you. I think I can only take so much of that of that uh, screaming into the microphone that he does. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, okay, episode one forty eight. The Straw Hats arrive at Mont Blanc Cricket's house and find that he lives in only half of a house, with the missing half covered with a cardboard cutout as a ca- of a castle. Nami finds a book laying around called Noland the Liar. A man claimed he found a city of gold, and when his king followed up on his claim, no evidence of the city of gold was found, and he was sentenced to death. Cricket jumps out of the ocean and pulls Luffy into the water. Sanji holds him off until Cricket collapses while Usopp gets Luffy out of the water. 
Chopper jumps in to give immediate me medical attention to an unconscious cricket. He wakes up and reveals himself to be a descendant of Noland. While he and his family have had to go through hardship over the years because of the end of Noland's life, none of them hold it against him because, contrary to the story, he was an extremely intelligent and honest person. After a discussion with his guerrilla partners, Cricket decides he will help the Straw Hats reach the Sky Island any way he can. Any way he can. As the episode closes, Hawkeye Mihawk smiles over Luffy and Zoro's new wanted posters. Uh, Whitney, let's uh, let's let's go to you for the for this episode. Um, I like the story about Nolan the liar, but I got kind of confused when they were referencing him and Mont Block with the names back and forth. But eventually, <laughs> I got it. Um. <clears throat> Where was this king when we need him? I mean, we need him to tackle Usopp and, and <laughs> punish him for the same exact thing, which he calls out himself. He's like, quit looking at me. This isn't about me. And it's like, yeah, yeah at least you know you're a big cat liar. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Derek, one of your favorite things happened this episode with Luffy when um, Chopper was describing the disease that Mont Blanc has and he like does it in detail uh -huh. and Luffy's like oh so it's a mystery it's disease. A mystery disease. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he also calls him chestnut head which I thought was funny. Mm -hmm. um, yeah he says that Nolan was not a liar but it's like how do you know because he says he he's barely his descendant because he's so far back you know mm -hmm. but um his crew just left him there which was kind of sad. So it seems like this guy's okay. I just wonder if he's delusional or not. Mm -hmm. And see, this guy's like, oh, I'm going to help them get to Sky Island. After he said, oh, it's not real, but I'll help you get there. So it's like, people need to decide. Is this place <laughs> real? Or like, I need to know. Um, because it wouldn't be the craziest thing, right? I mean, it's the Grand Line. Come on. I mean, yeah. It wouldn't like be crazy. Like, yeah, like Robin said, and like you're saying, it's the Grand Line. Shit happens. It's yeah. weird shit. <laughs> like, I wouldn't question it that much. I'd be like, that's crazy. But then again, I'd be like, well, you know. <laughs> um, and the Mihawk was random, but I liked it. <laughs> um, I saw the green candle and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> <Here we laughs> um, so I like that he, you know, seems pleased that. Um, the crew is doing well, mm -hmm. you know, and by doing well, I mean, becoming very wanted fugitives. <laughs> from the law. Yeah. By doing nice. well, you mean doing not well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty much it. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for them to get to the sky Island. Mm -hmm. I want to see it. Amanda, how about you? Um, yeah, I, I was like shocked, but also not very shocked at how rude everybody was being. Just like barging into this dude's house and <laughs> picking up his shit and like rifling through this book that's not theirs. So true. Um, yeah, I was like, come on, just like have a little tact, but that that's too much to ask sometimes. So yeah, yeah I mean, I thought it was funny that we got that story about Noland and then Usopp is very clearly mirroring that. <laughs> um. And then I think even Nami at one point says, like, he just wanted to be a great adventurer and then, like, looks over at Usopp. I'm like, yeah. mm -hmm. Same thing, buddy. That's fair. Um, 
So we'll see. I don't know if anybody's going to end up killing Usopp, <laughs> punishment <laughs> by death for lying. You can never be so lucky. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I got a tiny bit. I had to like rewind a little bit because I I think I just like lost track of what was happening, and then because we, we got this backstory about Nolan, and then later on we got Cricket's story. So mm-hmm. I was like, wait a second, what's happening here? But I that got sorted after Can't I just out. like rewatched that part. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Luffy thought that his head was food and he was going into the water for <laughs> a single chestnut. Man must be starving if that's what he's <laughs> risking his life for. Um, at least Usopp saved him. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's at least he did something there. MVPs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And then luckily Chopper remembered that he was a doctor at this point, so he could oh, yeah. <laughs> fix him up. But the, I mean, that was, that's a real, I forget what he called it, but that's a real thing, right? Where people get like yeah. diving sickness, essentially. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. But I kind of like was impressed with how in-depth he went on it. And of course, Luffy's just like, yeah, mystery. Like very much not a mystery. <laughs> he explained every single detail of the symptoms <laughs> of this disease, like start to finish. <laughs> You know that as soon as he asks the question, he just blanks out. He does, yeah. Every yeah. time. It's like, nope, not paying attention to a single word he said. He's <laughs> he's more than three words into this explanation. That's too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do that too sometimes, so that's fair. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about these three helping them get to Sky Island. Like, I don't know how successful that's going to be. I don't know if that's going to, like throw a wrench in their plans i'm sure it's gonna cause some kind of shenanigans because they just all seem totally nuts <laughs> so yeah. i don't know how this voyage is gonna go but i mean i don't it doesn't seem like they have any negative ulterior motives at this point so mm-hmm. i mean i guess we'll see what happens see if that works out for them um and then they have a log book too so that should also help. Mm-hmm. Kind of That's true. Hopefully get them hopefully. out there quicker. Um, and then, yeah, I was excited to see Mihawk again. Again, more Ooh. like live action making me like the... Not that I didn't yeah. like him before. I just We just haven't seen a t- whole ton of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that actor is so good in the live action. He posted some um, really sweet video on Instagram of like... He's got so many fans. Everybody loves him. And they all like put together a little montage video for him of like them like cosplaying Mihawk and then singing a song or doing some shit. And he was like reacting to it and he got all teary eyed and stuff. It was real cute. So I feel like I would too. Like if I did something that people love so much, I would. Oh, yeah, because he seems like pretty engaged with fans and stuff. And yeah, I think he's been to a couple of cons, but there have been like oh, not anywhere yeah. that's in the u.s oh i would totally pay to meet him yeah. <laughs> shamelessly <laughs> so mm-hmm. um didn't he do a video with the guy who's the voice of Mihawk? yeah i sent you guys that it was, that was really so funny cute. oh is that they've did done, you send me that okay yeah they've done a couple there's like i think i sent you guys the one did where you, i think i sent it i don't think i got it i don't remember mm-hmm. that they she doesn't like, like you, Derek. Maybe, yeah, maybe she just <laughs> sent it to Whitney. Maybe I, maybe I put it. No, actually, I think I put it in the One Piece Discord. 
channel. Maybe I'm gonna have mm. to go look. Um, and they were roasting each other. Mm. So oh, I'm like, that one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go look for that. I think that's what it was. But yeah, so they've done a couple of little clips together. It's fun. Yeah, that's fun. That is really fun. I'm gonna have to go look for that now. I'd... Yeah, because I like him. He's really funny. Um, mm -hmm, he seems mm -hmm. like a really good guy. Yeah. Um. So we got two live uh, references from the from the live action here. We already talked about the Bellamy wanted poster. Um. And speaking of Mihawk, and the live action after Zoro gets sliced up by Mihawk, when Nami is sitting at his bedside, she is reading him the story of Nolan the liar. Oh. Yeah. No wonder it sounded familiar. Yep. So that that might be it. Um, that's cool. Yeah. So that that's is cool. I like that. Yeah, I know. That's whenever she started talking, I was like, "Oh, oh, I love this story." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then y'all already stole my note about the mystery disease. Um, Sorry, no, it just no, made me I, laugh. I'm glad. I'm glad that you caught it and, and enjoyed it. <laughs> I never notice it until you talk about it and I noticed it this time and I was like yes <laughs> <laughs> um I was really getting tired of Usopp and Choppers screaming throughout all of these episodes like they were screaming a lot yeah and I feel like I was, he's such a bad influence on Chopper like yeah I just need not the role model you want I just needed them to calm down a little bit yeah, I don't know what was Chopper like doing shit behind Usopp. He was just like yelling and like gesticulating and freaking out. Like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, I think <laughs> Chopper I think has was. so much anxiety. I know he does. He's, like really strung out. <laughs> He's anxiety personified, terrified. Um, I guess that was really all of my notes because we we kind of we already talked about the Mihawk sighting. I was super excited to see him, and it's just like the. Uh, I loved kind of the cliffhanger we have here of what's going on with Mihawk, and and I love that he's paying attention to Luffy and Zoro as as they continue on their journey, and and like you can see too, he's he's genuinely happy that these guys that he kind of put his faith in a little bit after the after the events that happened at the Baratier with him, um, and he's like seeing it pay off and seeing his belief in them. And that they might actually be able to do something and watching that pay off. So I even though this was like a little five second scene with, with Mihawk, definitely one of the best moments in the episode. Like it, it's just good to see him. Um and then yeah, the and then I have the note down about uh Cricket mentioning a liar of epic proportions and Luffy immediately stares at Usopp as if he's withholding information. Um <laughs> So I thought yeah. that was pretty funny. Uh, okay, anything else on these episodes before we jump into our extracurricular activities? That's all I got. Okay, any quotes? Nope. Pirate Pal. <laughs> all right, so we had a lot to choose from. We did. We had, what, a three lot. or four new pirate crews. We had some old pirate crews we'd already met before and i was gonna just choose like a random um um like buggy pirate because i think they look the coolest mm -hmm. a lot of times but i ended up choosing this one guy and i'm, I'm just gonna say it right now because when i posted on twitter i'm giving him the name i want to give him i'm sure he already has a name i just don't know it yet 
So don't be like, that's not his name. It's it's his name for now. Okay. And I picked him because I just rewatched Barbie um, at home. And this is a guy that is with Bellamy's crew. Okay. And he wears a coat with fur around the edges and no shirt <laughs> and a, yeah. And so I've named him Ken. Okay. And he's wearing a baseball cap with A L L R. He doesn't talk much. He says two or three things um, in the episode that he was in that he actually spoke that I can remember. But yeah, I've named him Ken. If it makes you feel any better, his beach. I. <laughs> His job is beach. <laughs> um, He's going to beach everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird. If it makes you feel any better, I don't think... Derek doesn't actually... get it because he hasn't seen the movie, Amanda. <laughs> you're, you're right. I have not. Um, Nobody's going to beach anybody off. I don't think that character ever actually does get a name. So you are Well, I Googled one. him and he does have a name. But I'm, sure, I'm sure he does. Name, I just don't know the it's, it. it's Ken. <laughs> Ken's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got a name. Oda names he's everybody and can. gives everybody birthdays. He's uh, Kenuff. <laughs> How about an Amanda Festation? Um, I'm sure this will happen, but I just really want to see what Sky Island looks like. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a I, I hope it's like cloud cloudy. <laughs> cloudy. <laughs> we'll cloudy. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Or like Misty, maybe like the Miss of Avalon. That would be cool. Okay. Oh, Bring Marlin into it. Ma- oh, God, I was obsessed with that as a kid. I was such really a nerd. So cool. Oh my God. Like <sighs> I was so into the King Arthur shit. Like, I you love King Arthur. Oh, stuff. you need to just totally off topic. But speaking of Marlin and stuff, like you got to finish watching What If from today, and then that'll yeah. be good. I fell asleep about halfway through, not because I was bored, but because I don't know, I stayed up all night. But yeah, um, yeah I really want to rewatch it because I, I always look at the voice actors at the beginning of the episode. That has been spoiling me, so I've been skipping it. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I just I get excited <laughs> because I saw a name mm-hmm. that I really love on it. Yep. So it's like, but I yeah. haven't seen that person yet because I fell asleep. I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I, I mean, Tell this is going to come out by Thursday. So yeah, but some people don't have a lot of time. That's fair. To watch things. Okay, fine. That's fine. It's my favorite MCU character, Derek. Just know, you know. Okay. He doesn't know. No, I kind of know. That's um, sad. No, I no. <laughs> I know. I think I know. I think it's I'm Korg. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm caught up here. Okay. Uh, Piece of shit. Nami. Nami. Are you kidding me? I went with Zaki's because the whole buying thing really. I mean, that was, at me. that was rude. Yeah. It was I awful. I didn't like the buying thing. I don't like that either. And he shot those seagulls for no reason. No, that was a different guy. Oh, never Zaki's. mind. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, Zaki okay. is just an asshole and tried to buy Nami. Yeah, if you're going to try to buy human beings, you're probably a piece of shit. So. Yeah, but Nami works. gets an honorable mention mm-hmm. for being a butthole. A shittable mention? Yeah. Okay. Yes. A shittable mention. <laughs> Perfect. Perfection. Okay, and MVPs. Nico Robin. Yeah. 
That was my pick too. I felt like that one yeah. was pretty easy. <laughs> like they would be so they, out of luck nowhere. right now without her. <laughs> A mess. Yep, that's for damn sure. Um, okay, those were both pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. um, so obvious. <laughs> and next week we have episodes 149 to 153. Anything else before we call it good? No? Good. All right, y'all. Well, thank you so much for listening. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Going Mary Pod. And you can also support the show by leaving a five star rating on your podcast platform and choice. It uh, really goes a long way with us and it goes a long way with getting the show out there. And we, uh, we very much appreciate uh, the extra time you put into any ratings and feedback and also just the extra time you put into listening to us, you know? just a couple of three idiots and you know people like listening to me so (laughs) a what (laughs) What? excuse me excuse excuse me what did you say (laughs) (laughs) okay we'll see you later bye uh bye bye